This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and you're going to be locked in here, hopefully, with us for the next hour. We're talking about real estate, the ins, the outs, everything you need to know about the markets. And we've got a lot of great stuff to cover with you after. I've got some fantastic statistics that I really think are going to blow your mind about uh, homeowners here in America equity and all of that other fun stuff. Um, we are coming to you from our Providence studios and I do want to announce, I'm super proud to announce that we are now Engel and Falkers. So that name may sound familiar with you. We are a global real estate brand with over 950 brokerages around the world. So listen, if you're tuning into this and you like to travel, you're looking for that second home or you need help with your property, whether it's a $20 million home or $250,000 home, we can now help you and we've got all of the resources to do so. So super excited about that. Um, and uh, we'll let you know more as we go on. But uh, we've, we've got a fantastic guest here. He's, he's my favorite mortgage originator and uh, one of the top dogs just coming back now from his president's trip in uh, Puerto Rico. It is the one and only Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Uh, it was the President's Club, but it was a quick getaway with uh, a buddy of mine. But I wish it was President's oh. Club. That's getting moved back to I now. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, the quick getaway, but you did hit the President's Club. Uh, Matt is, is one of the, the top performing uh, 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 mortgage originators, like I said, the Northeast. So fantastic, Matt. Matt, yeah, a APR versus interest rate. So many yeah. people are like, what? you know, how, how do you answer that? What is the APR? What's the interest rate? What's the difference? How does it affect one another? Well, it, honestly, to me, it's a huge, it's a huge secret. And uh, if I can let as many people know in, in on the secret, it'll help you get the best uh, mortgage deal without having to um, go too far down the process uh, with each lender. You know, buyers that want to get the best rate, the only way that they can really do so is to have multiple conversations, in-depth conversations with each mortgage lender so they can give you a true picture of what you're looking at. And that true picture can be summed up through what they call an APR, um, annual percentage rate um, versus interest rate. Now, a lot of consumers are very, very rate conscious and they should be because it's a very important detail of the mortgage. However, you don't want to be so rate conscious that you miss all the other important details because you can actually do, you know, if you go just for rate, you actually can get a worse deal. Um, and, and the way that, that the, the difference between interest rate and APR is, okay, the, the interest rate is what you pay back in interest of all of the money. The APR incorporates the interest plus closing costs and extra fees that you incur to borrow at that rate. So if movement mortgage has an interest rate of 2.75 and their APR is uh, 3%, so that's take that, but then you look at one of the local other banks or Quicken Loans or one of our competitors and they're at 2.75, but their APR is 3.5%, 
That means that they're paying more money in closing costs, mortgage insurance, and fees to wow. get to 2.75 than moving mortgages offering 2.75. So very quickly, you can just compare APRs between banks and understand which one is charging them more in, in closing costs. And interest rate and closing costs have a direct marriage with each other. You can pay high closing costs and get a really low rate, or you can pay a high rate and pay really low costs. You can pay competitive costs and get a competitive rate. There's a different, a whole different options when you when you're looking at um, uh, who you're choosing to do business with, and it's important to look at the APR because then you can decide, you know, who's giving me the best rate, but who's get cost, who's giving me at, at, at the at the best cost as well. Um, for for the most basic nuts and bolts, 20% down, uh, no points, very very straightforward mortgage. Your APR and your interest rate should almost match. Um, they should they should be very very close to being equal. Um, very slight differences because of uh, just transactional fees that it takes to get the deal done. Um, but there's other mortgages where you put low down payment down. Um, you might pay points and you might have very heavy mortgage insurance depending on the down payment amount and the buyer's profile. Um, that APR would be drastically different than what the in interest rate would be. And that's where you can get out of, you know, loan officers who know this, they can charge high fees to get to the rate as long as the customer's happy with the rate. And if they, they just focus on the interest rate and not APR, they'll miss that. And then it'll be, you know, you're in a position that you can get taken advantage of. Is so, there a cap that you can charge on APR as a bank? Yeah, well, there, there's caps. They're called a high cost mortgage. And yep. um, you, you, can, you, can, you can't charge fees just like out of the blue without getting some sort of benefit from it. So there is a cap and, and, and mortgage companies that are well policed, self-policed will make sure that the customer doesn't see that on the back end. But still, you know, we're talking big loan amounts, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar loans. You know, these were the price of what houses are going for these days. Um, points and, and, and fees can add up very, very quickly and yeah. unnecessarily in my opinion, um, you know, and part of my whole position as, you know, point of view and opinion as being a really great loan officer is to be as transparent and thorough and educational as possible with my referral partners, with my customers, with pretty much anybody that chooses to speak with me about mortgages, because I know at the end of the day, if I'm educational, if I'm transparent, if I'm, um, you know, doing my best to be as getting the customer and referral partner as prepared as possible, then that means that I'm doing my valued service, which is in relation to cost. You know, I'm, I, I don't claim to be the cheapest. I don't claim to be the most expensive. I claim to be the, um, to tr try to work to be the best. And sometimes that, most of the time that happens, sometimes it doesn't. But as long as I'm going towards that goal, and I think by obtaining that goal, you're being educational, transparent, and you're, you know, you're communicating really well. Um, you know, it, it, become, it makes the circle complete, you know, great rate, great cost, great education, great process, getting things done on time. You know, that's where you're, you're covering all the bases. And, um, you know, I, I've had actually a couple of um, conversations with customers this week about what's the difference between interest rate and APR. And it, it, it just it brought to my attention that I need to bring that up more because it's a really important topic. Yeah. And I'm glad you did, Matt. And I'm glad that you do. One of the things that when, I, when I'm talking with clients like that, I always get great ideas to bring on to the show. I appreciate that. But Matt, 
aside from APR interest rates, the process of getting a mortgage on a home is not always as simple as it was 10 or 20 years ago. I mean, the banks need a lot of information nowadays. There's a lot of criteria that you need to be approved for. And, you know, I tell clients this all of the time, even when they're months out from actually doing something, I say, listen, you need to be speaking with a bank now. Like you, there could be stuff that comes up in your credit report. There could be, you know, a new, whole slew. New loan products, new offerings that happen that weren't available, you know, before, but then there might be coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and things are ever changing. Actually, one of the things that I want to talk with you about in a future episode is going to be this new FHA rule. Um, the Biden administration signed in, I heard, I got to check on this. I heard that they signed in um, an executive order, which now allows people with work visas to get FHAs. Um, so I don't know if you've heard about that. I don't know if that's a rumor, but um, that would actually bring a lot more buyers to the market. Um, and that could actually be a good thing for sellers. So it's going to be tougher for buyers if that's true, um, because they're going to be competing against more people. But that could also continue the um, trajectory of the housing market in the lower price ranges uh, higher. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten an update on that. Um, I, like I said, I was a little, a little out of touch with uh, being on vacation. So if that came out the last couple of days, then uh, I just need a couple of days to catch up. If that's the case, you know, I mean, we, we already lend on people that have uh, um, certain uh, classifications with the government to be here if they're not sure. U.S. citizens. Um, as far as uh, how that's changing, it's always changing, um, depending on who's, uh, who's, who's the captain of the ship. So uh, if this new uh, this new uh, guidelines coming out, I'm looking forward to, to, yeah. to reviewing it to see if there's a potential to help more people out. Um, but uh, no, I haven't heard it yet, but maybe. Check, <laughs> yeah, check, check into that, please. Next, next yeah. show, I'd really love to jump into that. And, and guys, by the way, to our listeners, if you're just tuning in, this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We're going to keep you posted as things change under the new administration. Uh, hopefully, hopefully some really good things are going to come out of there for, uh, for, uh, for America and for, uh, you know, for the housing market, you know. Um, regardless if it's uh, Republican or Democrat in office, we wish them the best because they're leading the country. So ultimately, we've we've got to uh, we got to hope that they do well and that some good stuff comes out of uh, what they're going to bring. We hope we shall see. So uh, awesome, good stuff. Matt Bates here with Movement Mortgage, the RIMortgageGuy.com. Check it out, the RIMortgageGuy.com. Get your pre-approval uh, through Movement Mortgage. They can close you in as fast as 14 days. They're unbelievable. Not in all cases, but in some, they're fantastic uh, in all cases, though. So, Matt, thanks for being here with us. We're going to be right back here with Peter George, public speaking coach. And he's going to uh, talk about the power of public speaking and why it's so crucial to getting new clients. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the News Radio 920, 104.7 FM and streaming on WHJJ on WHJJ. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about real estate, the community, business, you name it. It's a great show. We got a lot of topics we're covering. Today, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, our co-host here with us. What's up, Matt? 
Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. What's up, buddy? And we have a special guest. We've got Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking and Presentation Skills Coach and Trainer. He's fantastic. And you can find out more at PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. We're going to jump into the topic of speak and grow your business, right? And you would think, well, what else am I going to do? How, how else am I going to get the word out there? you got to speak it and you got to speak it correctly. So Peter George is the guy to help us with that. Welcome back to the show, Peter. Nice to see you again. You How are you too. doing, Matt? I'm doing good. I uh, got back from Puerto Rico recently, so uh, nice. Uh, it's gorgeous down there, but it was uh, it was good to take a couple of days off, ready to get back to work. Though, had a boy. Good he's for got you. a glow. He's Matt has a glow to him, and I know <laughs> he's not pregnant, so it, you know I know, he, but he's got this beautiful glow. What? <laughs> <laughs> so. So Peter, uh, you know, Matt and I both have to speak for a living. Sometimes I feel like all I do is talk and it's like, God, I sometimes I just don't want to talk anymore. You know, I'm thankful I can because I definitely can't swing a hammer. I'd break stuff. Um, but so so what's the deal, man? Speak and grow your business. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your, your, your thoughts behind that exactly. Some tips, whatever. Well, if you think of people who consult in any way, could be realtors, could be counselors could be consultants themselves. They want to go out and help people accomplish something, solve a problem. Mm -hmm. Problem is for them is that many of them can't get the exposure they need to help those people. So whether they're trying to build a business or a practice, whatever you might call it in that particular industry, they don't and they struggle and their revenue is a lot lower than what they had hoped it would be or what they're striving for. And what a lot of people resort to is, well, I just have to do more social media. If I do more social media and I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and Insta more, more often, I'll get more clients. And that may or may not be true, but it's a very semi-passive way to do it. But people who go out and speak in front of others, you do it. You go out there. Your industry does that fairly well where you get people going out and do first-time home buyers. You know, you and the mortgage person go out and do that. That's great because the more people get to know you, the more they're likely to do business with you. Think of a musician. I always use Eric Clapton because that's my favorite musician. All right. I go, you go to a concert. You select to do business by the records, download the on uh, iTunes, whatever it might be, with that person up on stage. It's the same thing when we go out and speak. And if we get in the right, in front of the right target audience, you'll start getting clients. It's as simple as that. It's not a difficult equation. Scary one for some people, but not a difficult one. I agree with that 100%. And I got to tell you, one of one of the biggest differentiators with, with my, the brokerage that I own, Engel and Falkers, and what we do and with what Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage does is we're, we're going to be getting in front of realtors, advisors, we call them, every single week, right? So uh, maybe not Matt and I specifically, but we're going to have folks like you, Peter. We're going to have different industry leaders come into the office and educate with live seminars on web and also in person. So I think doing that, creating that, that dialogue between engaging with people and, and 
you know, in, in, in classic communication, I think there's a hunger for it right now. And I think when you know how to public speak and you know how to get the words out there, that's the most powerful thing you can do as a leader. It really is. And it's not passive. You're taking action steps. You're getting in front of the right people, whether you're putting on the event, which is very easy to do now on Zoom. Public speaking in general is very easy to do now in front of your target audiences because we have the convenience of Zoom. You don't have to go rent a hall or a room or whatever it might be. And people are used to Zoom. So this is very a very good time to get started with this. But mm -hmm. I know that when I speak out in front of my target audiences, for every 25 people who are in the audience, I'm going to get one client from that event. On average, wow. put 100 people in the seats or on Zoom, I will get four clients from that. Period. Amen. So now, no matter who it is, me, you, anybody else, someone who just has never done this before, but who would like to, they can at some time determine for every hundred, I get so many clients. That's amazing. What a so, great way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're just tuning in, I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Fulker's Luxury Real Estate. And we're here today online with uh, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, in addition to Peter George, public speaking coach. And we're talking about the power of actually speaking uh, and presenting in front of people versus, you know, social media and whatnot. And by the way, social media is part of the platform to get it out. Oh, definitely. But I think people, I think people are getting used to kind of hiding behind social media versus actually being real. And I think when you're making an effort to really connect with people, and I know that's one of our driving goals, to have an environment where it's safe for people to come in. We're following all protocols, but you can either be live in person and or on the webinar. I think it's a fantastic touch. Um, and, and, and I really love how you drill down and know your numbers, Peter, like Four people out of 100 when you do a seminar, you expect to become your clients. Um, Matt, I'm curious, you've done buyer seminars and whatnot before. Have you, do you have those numbers down or would you say that that's pretty much in line with what Peter's saying? Um, it's pretty much in line with what Peter's saying. I don't, um, the, my experience goes as far as uh, doing classes and presentations for uh, real estate agents who end up being referral partners. So, it's tough to gauge how many clients I get out of it because, you know, if I go and do a presentation and I gain a relationship with Emilio, but then I close X amount of business uh, a year from that one relationship, that like are we actually talking to a customer that's going to close, or are we talking to a referral partner who's going to generate more and more business for me? So for me, I think that if you scale out how important it is to to, to deliver that message in person and what it can do for my business is much bigger. If it, it gets a, if, whereas like if you do a first time home buyer presentation, you might close the client, but that might be the one only, you know, business deal you get out of that particular class. So I, uh, it's even more important for me to deliver my message in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an audience that's going to get it. For the past that I've done, I've done like, um, you know, sometimes they're 50, sometimes they're 80. I always get two or three uh, real estate agents to, you know, get lunch with me and, and, and give me a shot because they liked what I had to say or, or they trusted it and or they know that we're very qualified in what we do. So it turned out to be right around those numbers, which is great. 
that's a yeah. that's a great point too because you don't always have to speak in front of an end user if right. matt you're going out in front of realtors and you make those relationships that will lead to end users well, what's better than that you know, me and emilio or b and i group but i feel like you know that is a regardless of how long or short our message is we still have that weekly opportunity to deliver our message to people they're going to refer us business and it's been extremely fruitful and the better that I get at it, the the more reactions I get from my my commercial, my presentation on a weekly basis. So, you know, that that in itself is one example. You know, usually you try to get a, a lead or an opportunity or a customer a week from doing that. And uh, it's it's pretty much the way it's been going. So it's 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 definitely awesome. Nice. Absolutely. Peter, you know, you work with a, a wide variety of clients, okay? Public speaking can be anything from speaking with one person to speaking with right. thousands of people, right? Do you have any success stories that, that you'd like to share? We've got a few extra minutes. I, I really, I, I find what you've done for me, what you've done for several people in our network so powerful. Any kind of, and I'm putting you on the spot here, any kind of success stories. I mean, you and, and yourself are a success story with where, where you Thank come you. from and, and, and what you've gone through personally. I love that. It's very inspiring to me. Um, anything you can share to, to our listeners? Yeah, I'll give you a story of a client that will really relate to a lot of the people listening in that she was nervous about speaking, but she mm -hmm. wanted to take this step and the more people I can get in front of and share a message that helps them, the more of them will want to do business with me. And she was right. The problem was she had to learn to be an effective speaker. When we started working together, and I'm not suggesting that your, your listeners necessarily call me, but find someone that can help you. Toastmasters, great organization, doesn't cost a dime. Put in the time, put in the effort, it works. But anyway, she started out at Rotary. Now, that wasn't her target audience. Maybe one person in the room might have been, but it helped her get her chops down. And as she spoke more and more, then it was the chamber, and then it was this. And at that point, she grew her ability to speak, which is very important. You want to be able to represent yourself well. And once she did that, she could get into companies that had her come in and speak and organizations that had her come in and speak in front of her target audience. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because one of her greatest stories, and this has happened to many people, was you hear, don't speak for nothing. Don't, if you're a quote unquote speaker, don't speak for nothing. Well, she took a gig where she spoke in front of 300 people, made her nervous as could be largest amount of people she ever spoke in front of for nothing walked away with eight clients and each client's about five grand love it love it I, you know what i hate that mindset don't do this for free don't do this for nothing experience in itself is worth more than any dollar you could give me i i, I don't care and i love the fact that I, the most successful people that i've met have interned or they've worked for free for someone who was a master in what they do you know so being able to get in front of a crowd of 300 or so people and turn around did you say 300 turn around eight clients eight clients it was about eight a forty thousand dollar gig for her there you go there you go it's unbelievable not so, bad at all good stuff Peter, if they want to reach you, it's PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com and they can contact you directly through the website, correct? They can, and they can also go there and download more than 50 free public speaking tips if they'd like. 
Sweet. All right, check it out. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. Wonderful resource. Peter, thanks for being here with us on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. And uh, stay tuned. Matt Bates and I are going to be right back here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito coming in from Providence, Rhode Island, from Engel and Falker's studios here. And uh, we're happy to have you. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. And we've got on the line with us Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Good. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What will the housing market look like as we go into 2021? So many people out there saying, I'm going to wait till the market crashes, or other people saying, market's at its peak. Uh, other people saying, um, you know, the market's going to continue to go like this forever. I doubt that. Other people are saying that uh, we're not going to see much appreciation. It's all over the place, whoever you ask. It's one way or the other. Ultimately, no one really truly knows, but let's look at let's look at what we actually have as far as facts here and and, and bury and dig ourselves out of this trench of uncertainty and, and really look at what we have here first. Because Matt, I gotta tell you, people are comparing this market to 2008, 2009 real estate market all the time. And it's not that. It's completely, completely different than that. We've spoke about this on several other real estate segments, but people are always asking for this information. It's they're scared. And you know, like anything else, everything is a risk. Real estate happens to be one of the lowest risks and one of the best assets you can own because historically it goes up between three, three and a half percent per year. Okay. Let's check out the average homeowner in the United States. $194,000 in equity, according to CoreLogix, which is a group of fantastic real estate economists. They write blogs on this. $194,000 in equity, Matt. Right? Yeah, that was, that's, that's one of the biggest differentials between us and uh, us now and us when we saw housing bubble happen, was homeowners' equity position is significantly more than when the bubble burst. People didn't have any equity. Their houses were undervalued more than they what they owed and they were very very much taken advantage of by lenders now i really think that the american real estate uh residential real estate economy is going to be a backbone to get us back into shape and for people that still qualify and who can use lending to uh better better their lives are going to use that as a stimulus check instead of actually getting one in the mail um you yeah. know i'd rather cut my interest rate down by a, a percent or more um, and save you know thousands of dollars a year in interest than I would just to have get a, a check in the mail. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. You know, to, in 2020, Matt, the average Rhode Island household, smallest state in the union, the the average Rhode Island household equity went up 29 grand in wow. Rhode Island. Then think about that for a second. So, I mean, I know some people 20, 30, 40, 100 grands like they got in equity. Um, we actually anticipate in 2021 anywhere from 7 to 10% increase here in Rhode Island. 
and we're already seeing it. You know, I look at like the writings on the wall, right? Like we're going out, we're taking listings on, we're holding showings, open houses, and we got 60, 70, 80, 90 people at these things. It's January. We're, we're in the middle of the winter. When have you seen that happen, right? And I think that's all that, that the craziness is causing people to say we're at the peak and maybe, maybe we are, but I mean, for the past couple of years, we've been talking about being at the peak, right? When we've got the situation that we have now where, you know, the massive chunk of home buyers right now are millennials, okay? And the population of millennials is growing bigger and bigger. When you look at the population of millennials that can purchase homes, median age of 32, the population is growing bigger and bigger and bigger that can do that. Every year, it's a little bit of a bigger number of millennials that are buying homes. I think it's something like 40, isn't it? Like 40 or 46% of the housing market right now is millennials, Matt, first time buyers. It, it's crazy. And then we also... What? Sorry. No, I said all those uh, that millennial class is getting into uh, a position where they're understanding the importance of home ownership, and you know that's the next step. You know to to get into uh, uh, a successful um, life of wealth and 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 really, you know, coming back to home base. And one of the positives out of coronavirus is to cut out all the stuff that was kind of dragging us down. Um, I feel like you know you, no more going out late hours of the night no more you know spending money wildly because you can't like you you know it's shut down to a degree which is sad and vacations and things like that aren't as as fruitful and plentiful um as as they as they once were so which is allowing people to save more money to be able to buy a house and that's where the happiness lies at the moment yeah, I think so too. I think you're seeing a lot, not just only the uh, the, the millennial home crowd, just but uh, you know Gen X, uh, they're upsizing exponentially. You've got um, you've got uh, Generation Z, which is coming up. We're helping quite a few Generation Z buyers right now, which is fantastic. I met this guy, 24 years old. He's also a real estate agent, owns a construction company, and owns six units. He owns two multifamily homes. I'm like, wow, it's 24 right? 24. Uh, so it's, it's pretty crazy what's happening out there. I think it's really, really good. And the interest rates being as low as they are, of course, uh, with the inventory being low too, is a, is a huge fuel for that and the, the growth here coming with the equity. So 37%, according to CoreLogix, 37% of Americans do not owe $1 on their mortgages. Are you finding that a lot of people are contacting you that didn't have a mortgage and they're looking to, to pull out some cash and do like a, a home line of equity or, or maybe you guys don't do that, but a, uh, like any, any type of cash out refi or what are you finding? Yeah, I, uh, you know what, I, uh, I, I don't do the HELOCs, but it doesn't mean I don't get inquiries about them because people are, you know, constantly asking me about them. So I do get a lot of leads that are interested in that. Um, they most of the time turn into cash out refinances. As far as having no mortgage, that's um, that I have I haven't seen too much of that, I, but I have seen really low um, loans to value. So like they like they own a three hundred thousand dollar house and they only owe one hundred and twenty grand on it. You know that's 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 an amazing equity position, and therefore they can borrow some of that money to utilize it to buy more property, to pay off debt, to open up a business, to um, you know just have a healthy savings account. And rates are so low right now that you literally can't find a better way to borrow money than through yeah. 
residential real estate. So people are catching on to that win. I, you know, that, 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 uh, that hookup. And I, I hope that uh, rates cooperate long enough for more people to take advantage of it and they don't go up because the more it goes up, the less opportunity there is to be able to pull that off. Um, yeah. You know, but still, you know, like I said, people that are in a position to um, use the residential mortgage lending environment that it currently stays in to better their lives in other areas, it's how they're getting stimulated. So the residential real estate market is in a very strong place. It's never been stronger. Rates are low, equity positions are high, prices of homes are high. Take advantage of what's out there because it's not gonna be around here forever and we're ready to help to, to, to make it happen for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely can. So you can either Google Despirito team or you can uh, check out rimortgageguy.com and uh, and check out all that that information and regarding rates and what Matt Bates at Movement Mortgage can do for you, rimortgageguy.com. Uh, make sure you're liking us on Facebook too, because we've got all these videos and content, facebook.com backslash Despirito team. And, you know, Matt, one of the things as well I wanted to discuss here, I, I made a chart, right? Because uh, every day, 7 a.m., my team, we get on a phone call and we talk about the market. We talk about strategy. We talk about, you know, how we can, what type of clients we're working with, how we can help them in the situation of, you know, with, with the lack of, with the lack of housing out there, um, with the lack of affordable housing out there, with the lack of luxury homes out there. There's just not much. So we come together as a team, collaborate, and um, so when we were in our talks the other day, we were talking about uh, mortgage rates and we were also talking about how buyers feel that they're paying more now for a home than they would have two years ago. And I broke it down to my team and I said, listen, I want you to take a note card, an index card, and I want you to make three different segments on the card. And I want you to put one for the future, 330,000, okay? I want you to put 300 for today underneath that because that's where, let's just say our, our subject price that we're talking about with this buyer is 300. And then I want you to put 255, 15% less, which was two years ago underneath that. Then I want you to put the interest rate from then, two years ago, about 5%, put the interest rate for today, say 3%. And then let's let's figure the rates have been pretty consistent, 3% in the future, what do you got? What we found on a 30-year fixed note was even at today's price at $300,000, Matt, versus two years ago at 5%, 255, they're saving $100 per month that would have went to interest. Right. 100 bucks per month. So if they were to put $100 per month on principal-only payment, they would save 3.8 years or so on their mortgage over 19, almost $20,000 in interest. So either the price of the, the price of the house is going up, the rates are going down, or the price of the house goes down, the rate, then rates go up. You're either paying the bank or you're paying the homeowner. I'd rather pay the homeowner for, a night, for the awesome house that I love than to give it to the bank. Yep, yep, likewise, definitely. So I thought that was a really cool exercise. Um, and not bad at all. And even at three hundred and thirty thousand, they're literally only twenty-two dollars higher than it was at uh, you know at what is that eighty-five thousand dollars difference in price point. Pretty pretty crazy how interest rates and only two points will affect that. 
Pretty crazy. So awesome stuff. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Check him out, rimortgageguy.com. Highly recommends Matt. And uh, we're going to be right back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Hey, thanks again, Matt. We'll see you soon. Thanks again, Matt. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. So you can see. I like that little jig I just saw. Not <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> going through my mind. Right. If you're just tuning in, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got on Jennifer Jable with rblogger.com. And if you are watching this online, you will have just seen that little little dance that Jennifer just put in there. That was cute. And uh, if you are not, you missed out. You really did. So, um, so good stuff. Jennifer, what's happening? What's the top five events we got this week? So usually uh, the Mesquamakit Luau fundraiser takes place in person. This year it's not, but it's still exciting, um, mainly because it supports all the awesome stuff that will happen in Mesquamakit in that area in the summertime. So um, they have the spring festival, the fall festival, um, all kinds of beach cleanups and stuff. So February 5th from 630 to 9. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can turn in virtually. You can tune in virtually. Um, and you can wear your luau gear. There will be a silent auction. There'll be music, fun, and all kinds of activities. And again, the money raised will support all the community events that will happen over the summer and the warmer months, which are not far away, which is wild. It's February. We're, well, we're talking February, so that's February 5th. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a karaoke fan looking for Friday night fun, karaoke returns to Chan's in Woonsocket from 7.30 to 10.30. You can enjoy scorpion bowls, great food, and they will be hosting it in the big party room. So that way there'll be room for social distancing while you're singing your heart out. So, and again, that's every Friday. So if you're looking to do something in person, you can do that. I thought this sounds like a really good homeschooling idea or for anyone who just wants to get outside and enjoy nature, but you can search for ducks at Trustum Pond on February 5th from one to four. And if you haven't been there, it's just a beautiful place to walk around and all the ducks go there. There's like big open um, fields and then you can see all the ducks like, and they'll tell you all about them. So, so that's February 4th, uh, sorry, February 5th. You need to register by February 4th at 5 p.m. and it's for ages eight and up. So anyone looking to get outside or if you wanna bring your little ones who are older than eight, it's a great idea. Um, February 4th on Thursday is classic movie Thursday overnight. It's an American in Paris at the Breton Hotel in Newport at 6 p.m. And you can join in the living room for the Gilded Age inspire cocktails and classic movies. You don't have to stay overnight. It's open to the public, but there are also overnight packages. So if you wanna stay overnight, you get two featured cocktails with the package and popcorn, um, but also the public is welcome to just join. And last but not least, February 7th at Lion Cider Brewery in East Greenwich. If you haven't been yet, you really need to go. But on the 7th from one to five will be a special waffle pop-up with the Burgundian. So if you haven't tried those waffles yet, they're amazing. Um, so bring your appetite for beer and waffles. Your waffles made out of batter, not, I'm sorry, dough, not batter. So they're kind of different take and they're finished with delicious sugary stuff. So mm. yeah, so waffles and beer, it's a great mix. I don't know if I've ever had waffles with beer. That's that's gonna be something new. I'm gonna try that. I know, I remember last year and I haven't seen it that they were doing the donut pairings. I think it was Whaler was, was doing donut pairings with different beers, but I haven't seen that this okay. year. I'll have to keep my eyes open for that too. 
always discussing healthy, delicious <laughs> yeah, options. Yeah. Well, just get up early and work out and then go do fun things. Oh, man. Get up early, go work out, and then drink, you know, beer and donuts. Eat That's awesome. a fantastic idea. <laughs> <laughs> it, everything in moderation is okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Good stuff. And they can check it all out at riblogger.com. Jennifer, you guys also, um, you do a lot with nonprofits. You do a lot with local businesses. And throughout the pandemic, you've, you've been a great resource for local businesses, helping to get their words out there and their, their promotions out there and whatnot. We appreciate you very much. Um, you do have a section on the website where they can go in and talk about their events and stuff at no charge, correct? Yes, absolutely. It's in the, I believe the top right. You can just click on submit your event, put all your details there, and then uh, we'll approve it and post it and then put it out on social media channels. So it's definitely worth the time, you know, to do that. Awesome. Good stuff. What a great resource. Jennifer, thank you so much for being such a great part of the community here and uh, working with us now six years on air. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. All right. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Okay. Have a great week. Good stuff. Thank you. And check out riblogger.com for all of uh, the latest and greatest events here in Rhode Island. And a huge thank you to uh, the Desperado team, as well as the folks down at corporate at Angle and Falkers. Um, you know, we are the inaugural shop here in Rhode Island for Angle and Falkers. Fantastic company. Super proud to be part of this. It's a privately held corporation with over 950 shops around the world and over 250 shops here in America. We're opening up our first shop in East Greenwich. We're working on that now. Super exciting, uh, but we are open for business. So, uh, you know, anything you need real estate wise, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. 401 359-2338. This is big news. And any real estate agents looking to, uh, you know, to enhance their career, please give me a shout. Fantastic company, ton of resources for our clients and advisors. 401-359-2338. Thank you so much. Take care. God bless you. We'll see you next week.